Osiris. Hey, Osiris listeners. We want to tell you about our friends at Sunset Lake CBD who support this show. Sunset Lake CBD is a Vermont hemp farm crafting affordable CBD products designed to help with sleep and stress without breaking the bank. If you haven't tried CBD before, take it from me, it's a game changer. I use Sunset Lake's tincture every night before I go to bed, helping me get solid, restful sleep. And their gummies are great for daytime. Check out their new Good Vibes gummies, which have just a bit of hemp-derived THC to help you relax and unwind. Sunset Lake CBD crafts products with hemp grown on their family farm and ships them directly to customers. They have tinctures, salves, edibles, coffee, smokables, and even pet products. By the way, their CBD chocolate fudge is awesome. Check them out today at sunsetlakecbd.com and use coupon code TIME for 20% off all products. Sunset Lake CBD, farmer-owned, Vermont-grown. Loyalty, described as, do you care? And I care, and that's why I'm on this show. Comes a time, here we go. <laughs> I'm a sucker for O'Teal, man. It's all that same feeling that I have, that would he fill the void that I didn't even know existed. It feels so good to, as Ben said, to try to do something about an issue as opposed to complaining. If you can't help, don't hurt. If we could just all get out there and throw cream puffs at each other, maybe things would, instead of bullets and, and <laughs> angry words, it would be better. When you stop laughing, you stop living. There's a worldwide surge in interest in mushrooms. It was deep, man. It's not that TM makes your mind quiet down there. It already is. We're just stuck up here. We've lost access. I'm jumping Jack Flash. Came out by the stones. So I thought, all right, perfect, man. I'm gonna drive, and I started driving through the neighborhood, and I got, I got a text from Mick Jagger. <laughs> People saying that you know what we do is non-essential. Well, playing those few gigs that yeah. you saw me at felt pretty essential to me. It wasn't like they were clapping from here. Is they were clapping from here. My view of things is that death, death is the last and best reward for a life well lived. Like you gotta, it's the strangest of places if you look at it right, you know? If you're liking what you're hearing, head on over to patreon.com forward slash comes a time pod and get your bus pass for an extra episode every week. Welcome back to another episode of Comes a Time. That right there in the throne <laughs> is my pal O'Teal. Hi, buddy. And that is my buddy Mike. How are you doing? I'm okay. Yeah, this chair, I don't I'm not really feeling it, but you gotta go with what you yeah, you're you're getting thrown uh podcast <laughs> studio material uh, you know apparel every everywhere you go it's the hotel we're in coming to you from an undisclosed location <sighs> somewhere between new york and california <laughs> how you doing man how you uh, feeling i'm good i'm tired uh by the time people see this the, the news that uh we had to cancel last night's gig and mayor's that is in the hospital have been out for a long time. So, Jeez. but um, for those watching the podcast, when you're seeing it, this is happening for me right now. <laughs> so I'm actually, uh, I think 
we were all kind of um, feeling somewhat lucky to have a night off. I was really tired. I still am. Mm. It's been, I think we have six shows left. So we're, we're, we're coming into the home stretch, but I'm, I'm worn yeah. and overweight and, but still happy. <laughs> Stay negative. That's my new mantra. <laughs> We're just texting. Stay negative is the new positive, right? <laughs> On the road for sure. On the road. Stay I mean, negative. So many of my friends are in their bands. People are popping. Some of the bands just don't even care anymore. They're like, whatever. Yeah. It's uh, it's the flu now. It is. So they're just rolling, you know. Yeah. But it's hit a couple people a little hard. Yeah. Not you know, in no danger, but, um, it's not the sniffles. It's a little more than the sniffles. Yeah. yeah. It's hit them. It wasn't my, I guess everybody was thinking since most people's is kind of mild. Yeah. And it was like, bam, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, but you're staying negative. I'm staying negative. <laughs> Forever negative. <laughs> Forever. <laughs> Keep negative. Keep negative is the, uh, our hashtag. Um, how, how's, you know, think about the last tour, oh. six shows to go and this tour, six shows to go. How you feeling? What's the difference? What's Much the game better. Much better. I think, uh, yeah. Like we had a, uh, remember last year at the, the four seasons, uh, where was I? I was crying in my oatmeal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then I found out afterwards that same day that the Rolling Stones was staying in the same hotel. That's right. I was like, God, the irony is just too much. Well, this year we were there and you know, I'm feeling much better. I got my roller skates, blah, blah. And, uh, and so on our bus, our party, we all stay together for like COVID reasons. Yeah. And it, um, Jay Lane rides on our bus. So it's me, Laura, Derek, Jeff, and Jay. And so I just texted everybody in a group text. I was like, what do you say ice cream party tonight on the bus? Because <laughs> I was like, I was crying in my oatmeal last time. I was like, no, 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 no. Now you're laughing in your ice cream. Yeah, who's, who's up <laughs> for ice cream? So we, <laughs> we uh, um, Lauren Derek ended up not being able to make it, but me and Jay and Jeff, uh, we went to a cold stone. I think that's what it is. Creamery or something. It was open till 10. Nice. So we went about eight, I think. And we came back, we did dabs, ate ice cream and watched the original cut of star Wars, which they <laughs> took all the CGI stuff out. Yeah. And we were like, wow. This is cool, man. You know, yeah. When we were young. This would not have been what was happening. <laughs> no, no. You know, all our wives are very happy. Having <laughs> <We're laughs> dabs ice cream and Star Wars together, you know. You're having a, a big kid sleepover. It was. I was never too late to have a happy childhood. So, all that, a long way of saying it's a lot better this tour nice. <laughs> than it was last time. <laughs> Well, I will tell you, dude, it sounds, uh, it's not that it wasn't great last year, but wow. I mean, yeah. Sonic, it's just like, what a shot, a shot in the arm this year. 
everything sounds so good. Uh, I, I, I was telling you, I mean, coming out of the gates the other night, I went to Hartford and, you know, that show, the set list was out of control, but right out of the gates, everything was just like fire and fire and fire. And, and, uh, I was texting you afterwards, just like how great it sounded and wondering if it sounded the same, obviously for you, but. Hello, Pantheon podcast listeners, Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Hey folks, Stefan Shirazi and Renee Richardson here from the Metallica Report. And we are proud members of the Pantheon podcast family, where the best of music and podcasts unite. We've got something pretty cool for you. We're giving away an exclusive Metallica merch package worth over $250. That's a whole lot of scary guys, skulls, M72, and other sought-after Metallica swag. And we've made it easy for you to win. Follow and share the Metallica Report, and you're in the game. Go to pantheonpodcast.com slash Metallica, enter your email, and hit that button to be entered to win. And just like that, you're eligible for our monthly exclusive Metallica merch package. And guess what, rockers? You can enter every month. So just do it. And while we love our global brothers and sisters, the lawyers won't let us ship outside the U.S. You guys are that room's a little t- a boomy for me, but, you know, just in general, my... Uh, Everything sounds so much better for me because the the new bass, like, and people in the audience can hear it better. Everybody in the band can hear it better. I can hear it better. It's just like, it's there. It's loud and and it's great. Yeah. The funny thing is Bob Bob is playing so loud. (laughs) He has this like tower speaker Uh that I guess it was too loud for him. So he turned it right towards me. (laughs) <laughs> and even with my ears and it's loud, I was like, dude. So I was like, well, you know what? I should just turn my amp up. I was like, and then if he says the bass is too loud, I'll be like, hey, man. You got to hear it. <laughs> so I turned it up. And he never noticed it. Oh, yeah? It's been like four nights now. Huh. I was like, yeah. So now I can really hear it because it's like, you know, I've got it good in my ears anyway. But it's also, you you know, that 
that that pregnant low thing. Yeah. That's yeah. all there. So it's all, yeah. Uh, it sounds thing. great. The mix sounds great. Jeff sounds great loud. Yeah. I mean, like, and Jay, you know, so Billy, obviously, you know, we haven't really caught up much since, uh, <clears throat> you know, since tour started, we had a couple, we recorded a couple, you know, in advance, but catching up yeah. sort of looking back now, um, he had to kind of, you know, it, it's been nice to see him on socials, like smiling and happy yeah. and, you know, like, um, is he do he's doing okay. He's feeling all right. Yeah. And, he just is back. He threw his back out. It's been such a bad, <laughs> bad luck for him. But, uh, he comes out, sometimes he'll play either the first set or play the second set or he'll yeah. come out and play drums in space. Uh, the last time he came out, I think he played the was it the first set or the second set? The, I remember him playing one first set and he was just blistering because <laughs> he was chopping at the bit, you know? So yeah. it was great. That's great. Yeah. We were having no tempo problems whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jay, I mean, talk about the, the relief pitcher. If you, I mean, I don't even want to want to downgrade it. Like, I mean, he's just so good. Yeah. Jay is just he's so amazing. good. Well, you know, he's had so many years playing with Comenti. Like, yeah. So far back. Yeah. And so many with Bob. So he knows, like, he's so zeroed in on Bob. Um, it's amazing. Like, I've been playing with Bob seven years. So I guess six of you got to take the COVID year out. Sure. But, uh, Man, he's just like target locked all the time, you know? Yeah. But he's played with him forever, you know? And then um, Jay also played in my band in O'Teal and Friends for a couple of years, I think. Um, So we found our our groove together doing that. And um, yeah, so now it's all like come together and it's just like... (laughs) It's all there already. It's been there. And I, you know, I didn't think about it, but it's like undeniably funky too, man. Like a lot of stuff that goes like, you know, so the music never stopped. You opened with in Hartford, which I guess in now that we're talking, that's the last show you guys played. Yeah. Um, dude, you're like running in place on stage. You're, <laughs> you're like doing like cardio. You're doing workouts up there. That's part of my DDP. Walking around. Like you're, you're like, you're like, you're like a coach. You're like looking around. It's, it's phenomenal to watch. You're all over the place. And that it's just because my back doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like this tour is so different for me. Cause like, my bass sounds like twice as present. Yeah. It's half the weight. My back is not killing me like it used to. And, you know, it's just like our whole six months to live. Have we talked about our six months thing on the podcast? We'll talk about it. Yeah, no, we yeah. haven't yet, but yeah. We that's... haven't. Okay. We need to address this because this is a big part of the tour for me personally. Yeah. Um, me too. You know, Mike yeah. and I were talking, I guess months ago about just like, uh, death. And like, if you had, if you only had a short time to live, what would you do differently? So we thought like two weeks is too soon. Right. 
At the moment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> Give it a couple of weeks. Yeah. But, um, so we had, somehow we kind of settled on six months. Six months to live. Yeah. Right. Like if I had six months to live, would I stay in that job or would I quit it? Would right. I stay in that relationship or friendship or whatever mm. kind of relationship or would I quit it? Would I, you know, like. Yeah. Would I, would I beat myself up or would I let myself go? Yeah. Would I? Yeah. Six months. So six months has kind of become, you know, if I'm having a tough day and I'm talking to you, I get six months, dude. And if you're having a tough day, I send you six months and it's, it helps. It totally helps. <laughs> what did it's, Eric say to me that day? That day, uh, he cream. said, uh, get the ice cream. <laughs> I was yeah. like, yeah, you're right. Of course, now I'm 190 pounds again, and I should be 175. Well, you're but moving. You're moving I, around. Great, dude. I had the ice cream. <laughs> but yeah, it's a good. It's like these are our new mantras. Six months. Six stay months. Negative. Stay uh, negative. <laughs> Eat the ice help, cream, right? Sure does. Get the ice cream. They help. They really do because it helps you. Like just sort, prioritize, take your joy right now. Trim the fat. Get the gratitude back. Like yeah. That. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Cause it's so easy to forget it. And it's like, you know, especially if you're, you know, sort of predestined or what, not, not predestined, predisposed, like predisposed to sort of just like, <laughs> you just go for it. Pre-wired, which more people than not are. In this don't. country? In this yeah. time? In this like, time. You know, yeah. 20th, late 20th, early 21st century Americans. Yeah. We're screwed. Our wirings, yeah. no nature, all convenience, all efficiency, no spirituality. No, no you know, it's just like money, Spe- money, 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 yeah. <laughs> me, 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 social media, me, me, likes, likes, likes. And if not, then just panic, panic, panic. What am I doing wrong? What can I do right? How can I change this? Like, how can I control the world? And you can't. And you're trying to grab air and you end up just driving yourself completely nuts. And it's crazy. It's like, just breathe it. Don't try to grab it. Just, it's right. Just, you know, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> it's taking as much as you can. Isn't it? And, and that's the part too. That's like, so, you know, we hear a lot about, you know, I forget what I was listening to the other day, but someone was talking about like, you know, it's like some mental health thing. And they were like, no, this isn't just another person talking about mental health because everyone's talking about mental health these days. And it was just like, it, it, it has become kind of like a talk point that's like, yeah, we got to even sift through that shit now. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think it's good in a way because it's like um, my aura ring, you know, that. Sleep, I was yeah. telling you where it always says make sleep a priority. And so I'm always seeing it. Mm. And now it's like drilled in. So there, there can be a good part of mental health just being always drilled because then maybe you start to like fucking make it a priority. Sure. And sure. now, you you know, it's like astrology. You got to sift through a lot of crap. Yeah, exactly. You know, the sound yeah. bite. Although I have some, I've been really redoing like my Instagram. Jess was telling me like how she curates hers much better. And I started to find some like positive sure. things that are just videos or mm. yeah. soundbite 
things, but uh, man, it leaves me in tears a lot. Yeah, and I'm good like, tears. wow, I should have been doing this. Lot. Yeah, I should have been doing this more. Just yeah. getting inspired, like use it to inspire me. It's, um, it's that thing too about like, you know, when you put it out there and you like, you're needing it, like you're needing some good you're needing some wholesome, you're needing some happiness or whatever. Like, you know, you got to seek it out. And then once you find it and you're able to kind of trust that river, right. And go like, yeah, these are good sound bites. These are good videos. These are, you know, I'm finding it's just the simplest things right now that are, that are making the biggest impact really just genuine simplicity and and like kindness. And that's the stuff that's getting me through. You know, I think that's like, remember we were talking about a, what are our favorite psychedelic experiences? Yeah. I think, and I said, uh, crying. Yes. I think kindness, it might be number one. The number one favorite psychedelic experience. Because it's true magic. You can be kind for a second and a person's like, oh. Yeah. And they're smiling. Yeah. And magic just happened. Yep. The real stuff. <laughs> you're right like it's little small things that are just like you know because it's almost like when you're because the opposite of it when you're carrying all that weight all that imaginary weight which somehow is the heaviest imaginary <laughs> weight is somehow right and you're carrying all that fucking shit around and then and then you're just like one person does one kind thing or says one kind thing to you and you're like oh like the weight just goes for a minute. And that's the thing. Yeah. Kindness and psychedelics and all of it is it's presence. It's being present. And and it's hard to not be present when someone, when you're witnessing or experiencing kindness, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It puts you right in the present, doesn't it? Yeah, it really does. It's hard not to get right there. You know, maybe it's just our culture that needs psychedelics because we're so disconnected that we need something artificial to put us back in the moment. Cause if we lived more, you know, in, and in, in tune with nature, I don't think it would be hard. Yeah. That's a real psychedelic experience in itself. Just like camping, walking, walking in yeah, the woods. Cause your awareness is like, there could be a be. bear, <laughs> a mountain. You're like, yeah. A loose rock. Very aware. Yeah. Yeah. I Temperature, mean, really. rain. You're like, do I smell rain coming? I smell rain. You know, I mean, it's just a, it's a heightened state of awareness that we don't get like here in the hotel room, staring out at more concrete out the window, you know, yeah. subways and taxis blowing by and horns and people and everyone running in every direction. Well, Takes it's you right quiet out of it. here, but it's still like, well, even, yeah, just, you know. Hey there, Osiris listeners. I wanted to tell you about our friends over at Smartwool. For more than 25 years, Smartwool has been making merino wool socks and apparel designed to keep you comfortable. Because they want to help you play, laugh, and explore in the outdoors with every thread they knit and every step you take. Because they believe that comfort sharpens focus and lets you perform beyond your limits. They're here to help you feel good. Now, it's up to you how far you will go. Take 15% off of your first order at smartwool.com. Smartwool. Go far, feel good. 
It's funny because we've yeah. talked about it before too, that like sometimes the most uh, beautiful human moments are when you're the least human. It's like when you're just trying to be as just like, you know, y- y- you meditate, you float, you do psychedelics, you do whatever. Yeah. And like, those are the best parts of the experience sometimes, which is really weird. It's a hard yeah. thing to be, <laughs> you know, it's tough sometimes, but it's great. So it's, it's great a lot, but it's, it's tough at times too, for sure. You know, this is school for sure. <laughs> this is school. I saw the best Star Trek last night and it was just like, you know, they were very pointed about it, but it was funny because they've, it goes back before Captain Kirk and this is Cat, uh, Captain Pike, and they accidentally give some tech to a civilization. They have first contact, and now this civilization took the tech and made a weapon with it. Huh. Instead of using it to like travel, mm. and they wanted, they're having like a civil war, they're duking it out. And so, they like disguise themselves as these people and then they infiltrate and they come down and they get found out and they're like, look, we accidentally gave you this tech and you're making a weapon with it. So we're going to show you what happened on our planet, hoping that it will prevent. And then he said, you know, we had a big civil war and on our planet. And then they go back to right now (laughs) (laughs) or just after right now. (laughs) I mean, and then it turns into a nuclear thing and he's like, look, this was our planet before. And now this is after the nuclear disaster. And you guys are about to do even worse. So I'm just suggesting that you stop. We accidentally gave it to you. And I was like, wow, are they just like telling what's happening with us and aliens right now? (laughs) I was like, (laughs) why do you think we don't visit much? (laughs) Yeah. And then they talk about, yeah. Can you get in touch with Captain Stamets? (laughs) All right. Oh, you know, just like get in touch. Okay. You know, yeah, he's on board. (sighs) Man. It's, 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 it's weird. It's weird. And it's like that time that I did, uh, that, that, you know, I had a pretty good psychedelic experience. And the only thing that kept popping to me was love or fear, love or fear. It got that simple. It was broken down to that simple of a place where it's like, you can either operate from a place of love or you can operate from a place of fear. And it's like, there's, and I know I've probably talked about this before on here, but like, that's the two. And it's, it's always like the barrel. It's the that book the uh, Victor Wooten turned me onto uh, conversations with God. What was that guy's name? Um, but that's that was basically the whole thesis of his book: his love and fear. Really? And yeah, just cutting through all uh, everybody's dogma, everybody's particular whatever. He's just like there's love and fear, and Oh, what's the guy's name? Let me Google it. It's um, I, I got to check that out because it's definitely something that like any and in that it state came out too, a long time ago. Um, in that state, guys, it's just like you know, wow, this is something that's just so uh, clear and transparent. But it's those things that are just like 
get buried, dude. Well, it get all gets just fucking buried. Well, that's the that's the thing. That's what's so important about spiritual traditions is that they are about all the myriad ways that we bury it. That's the serpent. It's us trying to justify. And like, you know, the tangled web we weave, that's what those stories are. Every thread of that web, every possible thread. And there's a lot of them. Yeah. Because we try to wiggle out of what we know is right in infinite ways. (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah. And it's, it's this, it's, it's like remembering to just be, and it's funny too. Cause it's like when time passes, I don't know about this with you, but it's like almost if there's like a gap in like experiences or whatever, it's just so fleeting and fading. And it's probably just cause we have 10 million things flying at us at all times. But it's like, yeah. you know, I think about it with stand up where it's like, if I get up and I do a spot. I'm in the present. I'm so happy. I'm like, I can't not be in the present or else I'm going to get my ass handed to me. Right. And then I just remember like, oh yeah, yeah. This is why I love this. This is like why it's so beautiful <laughs> to me and all that other stuff. Right. And then a couple of days go by, time will go by and it's like, I can't do it. I suck. I'm horrible. I'm this, <laughs> I'm that. Me. Like, what am I thinking? And then you get right back up and it's like, oh, all right. Okay. Like, you know, so that's why it's just somehow, and if you, cause if you can't physically do your thing, you gotta visit that space. It's at, somehow every day to keep yeah. sharp. You got the repetition. Is it, is that's that why a, we made rituals. Yeah. So, cause you know, if we, if we stop, it's just like working out. If you stop, you stop. Right. <laughs> yeah. So we got to constantly remind ourselves, yeah, we got to do it, do it, do it. I go through the same thing. I'm like, God, am I just masochistic? You know, but then once you're doing it, you're like, oh, that's right. I love this. (laughs) (laughs) But it doesn't, you got to go through this whole process, you know? Yeah. And I wonder if that's, you know, like, you, you know, you put people in a, you know, look at an animal that's been, uh, you know hasn't had a home or hasn't been around people or something like that. Right. And then you let it out and it's like, has to remember how to be, you know, tame and how to be like, it's just, you know, like, it's like, who do I trust? Who do I stay away from? Who do I run towards? Who's going to feed me? Who's going to take my food? Who's going to do. And I feel like we're all like that now, kind of in a way, you know? Yeah. We're, we're the sun raw had a great quote. The, the caged bird thinks that flying is an illness. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I like that. You know, <laughs> yeah. we're so in this paradigm that we, if we were to, to discover what we really are and really could be, if we were to see our true potential, we would think something's wrong with us. Like if we could just meet ourselves at our true potential, it'd be like, that guy's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But maybe that guy's just free of all the limitations. I mean, think how creative we are, you know, what if really all the limitations were off? You know, how many, how many more of us would be like Salvador Dali or Sun Ra? Like just, 
Yeah. And thank God. You know, like, yeah. wow, what a this world could be like, wow. Renaissance, just constant renaissance, just Who new knows? like building I upon building. I, I sometimes think about that with like somebody like a David Bowie, where it's like, here's someone who that, that, that Alan Watts saying, where like, you don't have to be who you were five minutes ago. That's I mean, that was Colonel Bruce. He was like, you know, what if you could be as creative as you wanted to be and there were no limits? Well, there are none and you can. And I was like, oh, it's because of me. Yeah. So let your freak flag go man yeah. like we don't even know how far out you are right Let's see <laughs> what do you feel do you feel that it's like a do you feel that it's like a fear or is it like a learned thing it's, it's learned it? it's pro first of all let's just call it what it is it's brainwashing yeah okay yeah so but if we don't look at it that way it's like what anna lemke said about digital drugs let's call it what it is because if we don't name it correctly we're not framing it right yeah. so if we say oh it's just learned okay but if i say it's brainwashing now we well what do you do you have a different tactic to unlearn something than you do to uh reverse brainwashing to me one feels more drastic yeah yeah and that's what it was for with Colonel Bruce. It was clear that it was going to be drastic. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it needed to be. I was thoroughly miserable. So it needed to be, you know, like just clear the table. And um, and we need that, man. I'm not sure that's, you know, that's what that's why all these guys like to do psychedelics because all of a sudden it just clears the table. Like, Whoa. Okay. Yeah. Resets, it resets it. I get it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But we don't have to, it could be just a decision. Like with Colonel Bruce, it was just like, he was like, wait a minute, just screw all of this. Yeah. When he was like nine. Well, it's so funny too, because it's like, like you brought up Anna Lemke and like the digital drugs and stuff. And it's almost become, I think a, you can research yourself into out of and onto the next thing. Yeah. And now the headlines or the topics or the minute and a half of a 10 minute thing that you watched and whatever you go. Oh, well, yeah. All right. I got through it. I'm going to do, or maybe I should try this. And then you get into it. And immediately when you're looking up one good thing, here's the five bad things about it. And you go, ah, fucking, maybe that's not the one you can literally like Google or YouTube yourself into around and out of anything. That's why you can't use just your mind. Like you got to use your intuition too. Right. And then on the other side of that, like I do both. Like I, cause I, you know me, I'm always like devil's advocate. Sure. Okay. Play prosecutor even against myself. Right. So when, when I consider something, I'm like, okay, I have seen the good and the bad, but my intuition tells me this might be actually more 
toward the good for me. Yeah. And then let me try it. But then that's where the science part comes in. It's like, well, does it work? So like it either works or it doesn't. But yeah, I think politics is overdue. Did you see the Supreme Court thing? What is it called? More versus? We have 10 minutes till 40. Okay. Oh, wait a minute. I sent it to a friend of mine. The Supreme Court, Moore versus Harper, basically where they're going to take away your voting rights. I mean, it's so egregious now. Like the states can just say, yeah, we don't want to count your votes. You know, like it's, yeah. yeah. I haven't done it yet, but they're talking. It's like on the table. And I'm just like, I think politics is over. I think it's literally over. For me, anyway. <laughs> it's time to get the hell out of here. <laughs> it's not uh, what it ever was. Yeah, yeah. Y'all will look back at these podcasts. <laughs> and it won't. It won't even be too long. He'd be like, "Yeah, Teal says time to get out." Yeah, time to get out, man. A lot of people are. A lot of people are. Yeah, I think a lot of people that were saying, uh, "Ah, it's too cold up north." I think they're like, I think I can handle up north. <laughs> I think I can. I think I'll buy an extra coat before I leave, you know? But how long till that? So let's talk about that. So that's like a, how long is, I feel like that gate isn't open forever. If, if you, what do you mean it's not open forever? Well, In like, I sense? mean, like, like there's, if there's going to be like people start like Exodus, you know, like. Oh yeah. Of, so you got to like, do it sooner. That's what I mean. The rush. Like it's going to. Cause yeah. it's going to shut when the rush happens. Right. Yeah. Beat the rush. Beat the rush. Yeah. Man. So the question is, the answer is, if you have to ask, it's now. They say, well, how long we got? Well, if you have to ask, (laughs) you know, not long enough. Yeah. (sighs) When I see (laughs) a couple friends of mine have already beat me to it, I'm like (laughs) pissed. But that's okay. Because now it's like, you know, when I get up to like five, be like, honey, it's like, oh, your friends are leaving to come off. Our friends are leaving. You got to go. Yeah, totally. Totally. (laughs) It's all inconvenient. I know it's so inconvenient, but we have no idea how inconvenient, like, you know, the one thing they... Well, I have to go back and watch The Handmaid's Tale. I couldn't watch it because I would talk too much through the meal. I was like, see, see, Jess, this is just like, you know. (laughs) And so I just was like, I can't watch. But in my mind, I'm thinking it's Handmaid's Tale plus all the guns. So just all this, just like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's weird. Let's match Mad Max and Handmaid's Tale. (laughs) Are you ready to go now? Jesus. Mad Max and Handmaid's Tale is, is I'm thinking what what do I want to to blend? Like what would my perfect blend? You know what I'm saying? Like Handmaid's Tale and Mad Max is a nightmare. But like Oh, what's oh, the uh, other side of the of that coin? <laughs> yeah, you know, like what blend? Willy Wonka and the I Chocolate was just Factory. About to say Willy Wonka. And they've both got they've both got um <laughs> They've both got uh, Gene Wilder in it, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, and Blazing Saddles. <laughs> <laughs> Young Frankenstein. <laughs> and yeah, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Just be a kid. 
piece. Yeah. It's, it's you just, know, for real, it's like in reality, for me, it's like Harry Potter. You, you can't escape it. Well, there's always going to be the Dementors, right? You got to deal with Voldemort, man, in here and within and without. <sighs> yeah. yeah. And the yeah. Death Eaters and all of it, the Dementors and you got to, you can't have, you can't have love and kindness without it. You just can't. And that's an important thing to think about too, because when you're not experiencing peace, inner peace, you think about how like the absence of one should remind you of the other, right? So it's like, mm -hmm. if you're feeling turmoil or if you're feeling that, then you go, all right, well, the other side of this is peace. And that's when maybe it's like surrendering or whatever the way you do it, you know, just to let go. Well, and someone like, say in suffering comes enlightenment. Where did yeah. I just see that? I think it was on that Star Trek. But think of it. Do you have this? I always do this when I'm sick, when I have the flu and shit, and I just feel just the worst. And I'm like, oh, God, just to feel back to zero, just nothing, just boredom, <laughs> would just be sublime, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, how? why do I not? Why do I take it for granted when I just feel normal? It's that thing about reminding ourselves, you know? That's what rituals are for, because I do it again. When you feel better, you're like, oh, God. Why did I wait better. so long? Oh, I feel so much better. Thank you for just being able to feel normal. And then in a couple of days, you're like, ah, you know? It's the it's like, expansion. It, it's, like, it's like every experience is a balloon, and it blows up, and you feel great, and you're floating and everything, and then it comes right out. Like a fucking soul fart. <laughs> and you're back to just a flaccid and then, fucking piece then of meat. Then you gotta cake. go. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Right? You gotta do some work. Work it out. To yep. Blow it back up. And then when it's back up, you. <laughs> right? So that's yeah. the sine wave of life, right? And also. The inhale, exhale. And I think that there's something very, very valuable to thinking whoever said your balloon is supposed to be full. No, without... balloons are both empty and full. Yeah. So, who's, yeah, like, like until they die, <laughs> until they pop. <laughs> but, you know, that's the th it's you got to make it, you know, like and let's uh, now could be a good time to head over to we'll go over to Patreon and discuss some of our balloons and some of yes. the things that fill them, whether it's helium or nitrous. <laughs> Not nitrous. <laughs> well, We've had enough of that, folks. Yeah. <laughs> See you over at Patreon, everyone. <laughs> oh, there's Eric's balloon. And this is how we'll kick the Patreon portion of this podcast off. <laughs> oh, stop it. <laughs> Osiris. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. 
FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 